Hi, I'm Jay Fallon, and you are listening to The Slippery Slope. So here in Australia, over the last couple of days, we have had non-stop news about trans issues, trans women in sport, uh, or, or just trans issues in general. Constantly reminded also that, obviously, it is Pride Month. So I wanted to have a look at a couple of the different issues, a couple of different articles that have come across uh, before I say anything else, but I want to lead off with a Bible verse. And it says in Judges 21, 25, it says that in those days, there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in his own eyes. So the articles I want to go through, the first one is from SBS News. It says that Jade felt extremely violated after passing through a new body scanner at airport security. And this is why. So, travellers have expressed their uncomfortable experiences passing through full-body scanners that are being rolled out across Australian airports. Look, I was reading this thinking, yeah, I could, I could, I can understand that. I think it probably would be a bit uncomfortable. Uh, so, the article goes to say, when Jade Darko was travelling through security at Melbourne's Tullamarine Airport last week, she said she was left on the verge of tears. Now, Ms. Darko, a transgender woman, said she was told she needed further screening near her genital area after passing through the mandatory body scanner at Terminal 4. Jade says, because I'm transgender, the body scanner identified my downstairs as being anomalous because there's not supposed to be something there, she told SBS News. I find that statement very telling. Even Jade knows, this person Jade knows, she says there's not supposed to be something there because they know that this is the truth, that trans woman, trans woman is not actually a woman. Anyway, I'll go continue on. It says, due to security uh, concerns raised by the scan, Ms. Darko says airport security staff told her they would need to pat down the area, which she did not provide her consent. She said staff suggested she walk through the body scanner again, but this time classifying her as a male to skirt around the scan's inaccuracy. But Ms. Darko pointed out that she would face the same problem as a machine would detect her breasts too as an anomaly. Uh, but after being after becoming distressed and explaining her transgender status to staff, Ms. Darko says she was eventually allowed to go through a different security check. She says, I still felt extremely violated by having to disclose the fact that I was transgender to them in order to avoid being effectively groped, she says, because we've heard so much about it on, on Australian news over the last couple of days. This headline says transgender swimmers have been banned from, from women's elite races. And here's what that means. So transgender swimmers have been restricted from participating in women's elite races following a vote from Swimming World's governing body, FINA. The decision was made during FINA's General Congress on the sidelines of the World Championships in Budapest on Sunday. The new policy will require transgender competitors to compete or to complete their transition by the age of 12 in order to compete in women's competitions. I don't know what's more amazing, the fact that, I mean, on one hand, it's amazing that they've actually come to this ruling, which would seem 
probably uh, it, it seems like it might be based more on science when it comes to the sport. But then the fact that you're putting this requirement of, of transitioning before the age of 12, does this mean that there are going to be people out there, parents out there who are pushing their child to, trans, to transition at an extremely young age just so they can become professional sports people? Wait and see. Anyway, and then the third article I want to go through, this from the Sydney Morning Herald, it says that rugby league bans transgender athletes from international matches. Uh, for those of you who aren't in Australia, if you don't know, rugby league is a full contact sport, um, can be fairly brutal. Uh, and they do have, um, obviously, male and female competitions. Um, and the female competitions here in Australia are relatively new. Uh, professionally anyway uh, but you know they're still good to watch however we have this issue now with obviously as in all sports with uh, trans women wanting to compete so but rugby league has made a ruling on transgender athletes banning them from competing in this weekend's test matches and the upcoming world's women's world cup which will be held concurrently with the men's event in october and november in england the decision comes a day after transgender swimmers were banned from competing in international events for females. The International Rugby League made the ruling on male to female players ahead of this weekend's representative round, a decision that will stand until further research is completed into the issue. It says that the IRL, the International Rugby League, is continuing work to review and update rules about transgender participation in women's International Rugby League. And we seek to use the upcoming World Cup to help develop a comprehensive inclusion policy, the governing body wrote in a missive to its member nations. Until further research is completed to enable the IRL to complete or to implement a formal transgender inclusion policy, male to female trans women players are unable to play in sanctioned women's international rugby league matches. You know, not even talking about uh, spiritual Christian issues, biblical issues. This is this is the obvious issue with the trans people participating in competitive sport. It seems to only affect women's sport. There are no women who are transitioning to men who are then able to suddenly complete, compete in professional male sports. But you do have this massive issue in sports all over the world with, uh, with trans women, so men who are becoming women, then putting their hands up and saying, well, now that I'm a woman, well, now that I've declared that I'm a woman, I want to compete in women's sports. With everyone putting their hand up and saying, well, this isn't inclusive, you're excluding these people, this is this is not good for whatever sport they're, they're talking about. No one ever talks about the fact that it is all one-sided and it only affects women's sports. Now, all of this to say, as I started off with, with the scripture from Judges, biblically speaking, I, I think, as I said, this scripture in Judges, in those days, there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in his own eyes. This sums up where our society is now. This is what happens when you have a society that denies God. We're told that we can do whatever 
We want whatever is right in our own eyes, whatever makes us happy, whatever makes us feel good in the moment. We're told, our society's told that we are God. Therefore, we can do, you can do whatever. You can be whatever, you can change whatever. Society is told that we must accommodate any desire or fanciful whim, no matter how crazy, no matter no matter how destructive it may be. And, and do not ever tell someone that they are on a dangerous path destined for disaster, destined for hell, because mankind is his own creator, free from a God who would who would make arbitrary rules and guidelines. Trans, transgender issues are not going anywhere. And, and they're going to become more, more prevalent in sport as time goes on. But as I said, this is what happens in a society without the foundation of God's word. It'll continue to drift towards extremes, believing the lies in a spiritual battle where the enemy advertises a life without consequences and free from judgment. This world is awash with moral decay on a sea of moral relativism, where we determine our own truth, even if it is to our own detriment. This is what happens in a world that denies God and denies the truth, turns its back on God and embraces the lie of evolution. That's my opinion. And thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.